i'm thinking of race strategy energy management i'm thinking like in this hundred free for example today all i was thinking is go light on the legs energy management don't kick yourself out of the race on the first twenty five but then coming on to that second twenty five start to build the kick so i'm just shifting speeds at that point i'm not really thinking about head position you know where my hands are i'm just kind of letting my body do that because the time for thinking is done i'm not going to change my habits at that point anyways right. so it's just a little bit of energy management Welcome to the award-winning Champions Mojo, hosted by two world record-holding athletes and health, life, and leadership coaches. Be inspired as you listen to Conversations with Champions. And now, your hosts, Kelly Palace and Maria Parker. Hello, friends. Welcome to the Champions Mojo podcast. I am your host, Kelly Palace, and as usual, I am with my co-host, Maria Parker. Hey, Maria. Hey, Kelly. It's great to be with you here today. Yes, and Maria, this is a special edition of Champions Mojo from the pool deck, and we have a great interview for you today. It's brief, it's short, but it's powerful. Yeah, and we I wasn't there, but I was able to listen to the interview and some great takeaways. Yep, we hope you'll stick around and catch the takeaways. And here we go. We are on deck inspiration at YMCA Nationals in Fort Lauderdale with Adam Ritter, multiple time national champion, world record holder, national record holder. Adam, you are such an amazing swimmer here. How is the meet going for you so far? I think it's going pretty well. I rested for this meet. I had a meet a few weeks ago, just kind of as a benchmark meet. And then I was going to say, okay, four week taper. I take four weeks out of the weight room, two weeks where I'm focusing on the details in the pool, doing a little faster stuff. And then I was going to come into this meet and really put forth a good effort. I haven't rested for a short course meet in a really long time. So this was kind of an unknown since before COVID, really. So. It's nice to hit some of my best times in yards that I haven't done in years. My breaststroke yesterday was my best time I've gone in nine years. Wow! Yeah, that was a real thrill. So far, I've only done my three events, and I have three to go. But through three, I'm really happy with my swims. Yeah. Awesome. How has your training been? Like, what, what, just give us a just a, like a general week of training for you. It's funny. I feel like I'm trying to get. I'm trying to perform with like less quantity. So I feel like I'm cutting back on the swimming as much as I can, although I feel like I should add some back. But in a typical week, what I'll do is Tuesday through Saturday, I'll swim for about an hour, around 2,000 to 3,000 yards. And then what I've been doing is doing some strength training, weightlifting. I'll do that four times a week. I'll do one day where I'm going push muscles, one day where I'm doing pull muscles, back, and then I'll do one day where I'm going legs, and then I'll do a circuit on day four. And so I've been doing more with the strength training, and then everything in the pool has been focused towards like technique and quality. I'm not doing really the ultra short race pace training, US RPT. It's kind of a hybrid, but like everything I do, I try to do with quality. I'm not usually just going in and flopping around, and if I am just doing that, I have like maybe a snorkel on, I'm really focused on technique. So as that's Five days swim, about an hour, and four day or four times a week I'll do strength training. Okay, and you are down in Florida. I am. Yeah. But you're 
from a family of swimming royalty, as I would call it. Your, your mother, Susan Ritter, is a, again, national record holder, world record holder, just amazing. Your dad, the same thing. So yeah. it's, I got a photo of you, which I'm gonna use with your parents at Long Course Nationals this summer. So James Ritter, Susan Ritter, Adam Ritter, what did that, what kind of role did that play in your swimming? That's funny. But yeah, I feel like I was kind of bred, like I'm, from yeah. Kentucky, the home of like horse racing. <laughs> a thoroughbred. I was a thoroughbred. Both of them were great swimmers their whole lives. Had a lot of success in high school and college. The funny part was, at least when I was younger, I never felt like the pressure to, and this is me personally, I never felt the pressure to swim, and I never felt the pressure to swim fast. They wanted me to really enjoy it. I think they had experiences growing up and swimming in Cincinnati where it was a lot of pressure. They were swimming with Olympians and world record holders and I didn't really have that experience so I felt like I was able to discover the sport in my own way, appreciate it for what it was and like kind of make it my own. I didn't even know how fast they were until I got into high school. Like they didn't talk about accomplishments or times and it, even talking to me, they didn't coach me either. Like they let the coaches do the coaching. What they did and what I really appreciated was they just opened up opportunities for me. So if I wanted to go to two practices a day, they would pay the extra fee and let me do that. Like they kind of let me drive the ship. When I wanted to not just swim high school and jump to a club team, they did it the next day. And so I appreciated that they could just be parents. They were always supportive. They always came to the meets. And then all the opportunities that I needed to be successful, that I wanted, they said, no problem, we're gonna make that available to you. And now, it's totally changed for us. Now it's like something that brings us together. Our family vacations revolve around a meet. How fun, do you ever get in there and train together? Yeah, so my mom was just in town for three weeks. And we went and trained with Palm Beach Masters on Saturdays, and so yeah, so we got a great workout in. She, mom's an absolute animal. In the pool, I think I get a lot of my competitiveness from her outside the pool. She's very nice, chatty, likes to make friends with her rivals. In the pool, excuse me, when she gets into a race, you can just see like the switch turn on and it's killer mode. Yeah. So who is, who's an inspiration to your swimming, a master swimmer that's an inspiration to you besides your parents? I, it's got to be Dave Quiggin. Dave, one, he just has a great approach to the sport, great mentality, like he's positive. He can be critical of his swims, but I feel like he's always, he's like the type of person you want to be around because it's not all, oh, that was a terrible swim or whatnot. And beyond that, though, I mean, he's just incredible in the pool. His 100 freestyle at Masters Nationals from, I think it was 2018, he set the world record and he just, it, he was in the 70 to 74 age group and it was amazing. Like his kick was incredible and it was one of the best swims. I, like, if I can think of top 10 swims I've ever watched at any level, that was one of the top 10 I've watched. And so we were always talking, we're always talking about what is he doing in training. And some, you know, what we just talked about this last week, we we're talking about like how special swimming is, master swimming, because it brought, we're friends and it's across generations in a way that Dave and I might not have been friends without master swimming. And so watching him swim and compete and how well he does at his age is, it's amazing. He's so flexible. His freestyle is beautiful. His kick is great. And we're always talking about what we're doing in the pool and sharing that. And just that friendship, too, is really special. What a beautiful point, Adam, that we do get these friendships of generations that we might never have. Yeah. I know you're getting ready for your 100 IM. We don't want to keep you long. I yeah. told you this would be quick. But 
I love to ask people for the last question when I talk to them. Okay. On a daily basis, not always just when you're racing, but when you dive in that water, what goes through your mind? That's the time to think. That's the time to write the habits. So I'm very intentional in practice when I dive in. I am thinking about everything. The angle of my hand, my head position, how big is my kick, the amplitude and frequency. Like I'm thinking about a lot of those things so that when I do get on the block and dive in, that I'm not doing a lot of the thinking, oh, remember to do this. I think at that point, I'm thinking of race strategy, energy management. I'm thinking, like in this 100 free, for example, today, all I was thinking is, Go light on the legs, energy management. Don't kick yourself out of the race on the first 25, but then coming on to that second 25, start to build the kick. So I'm just shifting speeds at that point. I'm not really thinking about head position, you know, where my hands are. I'm just kind of letting my body do that because the time for thinking is done. I'm not going to change my habits at that point anyways. Right. So it's just a little bit of energy management. That's the last thing I'm thinking on before I get on the block, race strategy. And then when I'm just in there, I'm just kind of shifting. How much energy can I gamble in the front half and still get home? Beautiful. And so from just a fun, spiritual side, when you're just down to the pool to have fun, when you dive in, what do you think of? Oh, just when I'm, oh man, it just feels great to feel your the air in your lungs, like your heart beating the blood through your veins. I just think it feels great to push your body to that limit, to be, yeah. still be able to do that. That's the most satisfying thing, yeah. specifically. Your whole family is an inspiration, and I really appreciate you spending this time with me, and good luck in your 100 IM. Thank you. Stay tuned for the takeaways. Want to succeed like a champion? Five-time Olympic coach Bob Bowman, coach of Olympic legend Michael Phelps, says Kelly's book, Take Your Mark Lead, is a powerful addition to your personal improvement library, and learners from all walks of life will gain key insights and enjoy this inspiring book. Take Your Mark Lead debuted as an Amazon number one bestseller in five categories and is available online. And now, the takeaways. So Maria Adam Ritter at the YMCA National Championships and was undefeated, all gold medals, all really fast times. And he said this was the meet that he was focusing on. Yeah. He shaved and tapered for this meet. And it obviously worked for him. And Adam is so nice. I know you didn't get to meet him in person, but he is just, he's genuinely, he's kind of like a gentle giant. He's tall and strong and just so nice to spend this time with me. Close to when he was getting ready to swim and he's, this is his big meets. I have a takeaway after you, but what was kind of your first takeaway on listening to Adam? I loved listening to Adam talk about his family and, his, and growing up as a swimmer parents who are really good like you said swimming royalty i'm not sure exactly what they did but apparently very famous good swimming parents and they never made him swim they just they never pushed him they weren't getting their ego out on him so he apparently still loves swimming and that's i think as a parent that's just a great example if you love something and you're just encourage your child but don't push him and just let him lead he said they he drove the the swimming, which I liked. And I love the story he told about his mom. She, she said she's really sweet and she's, she loves the social aspects of swimming. But when she gets into the pool, she goes into killer mode. <laughs> so I just love this. She's going, she's a competitor. She's a kind person, but she's a competitor when she's in the pool. Love that. I would think that's exactly how Adam seems to me. Yeah. That he's just super sweet in person and then don't get in his lane or don't try to beat him because he's really great. And then 
my other takeaway, and you and I both discussed this and really enjoyed that when we asked a lot of people what they thought when they dove in the water, there's a different answer when you're at a meat shaped and tapered, <laughs> which Adam was very serious about all his technique, which we loved. But then once it got down to kind of thinking it from a fun spiritual side, he loved the air in his lungs and he really enjoyed that feeling. So it's funny that very serious mindset yes. seems to be important when you're at a meet. I really, if you really want to achieve that high level, like when you are thinking about diving in the water, it seems like many of the champions are clearly thinking about their technique. Agreed. Yeah. I did love his last, when you finally kind of teased out just away from competition, what do you feel when you dive in the water? And he beautifully said, this feels great. I love the feeling of the air in my lungs. I love my heart beating. I'm strong, fast, beautiful self-talk. Yes, yes. And champions have great self-talk. So this was a wonderful, wonderful time to spend with Adam. All right, Maria. Thank you. Love you. Love you, Kelly. Thank you for listening to the Champions Mojo podcast. Did you enjoy the show? We'd be grateful if you would leave us a five-star review on iTunes to help others find us. And we'd also love to hear from you. We're on all social media platforms, or you can reach us at championsmojo.com.